computer record all right start recording over here and we're going live in three two one head, head in the bed we live <laughs> hey what a way to start the week okay yeah we are live totally right. lit let's get them tweets out all right yes the word of smack, share them broadcasts. Share the broadcast, share the broadcast with the battle rap. <clears throat> Surely she got fatty. How y'all brackets look? Can I get a good morning first? Can I at least get a good morning? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, battle rap fans are illegit. <laughs> I bet yeah. your bracket trash. It's like, damn, good morning to you too. Nah, we starting early. Tim, <laughs> genius. What up, man? Good morning. How's your oh. bracket looking? Because yeah. mine's done. Morning, good morning, y'all. I'm five out of eight. Means I'm done. Good morning to the crew. What up? What up, y'all? Yo, what up, y'all? Five out of eight is pretty good, man. Five Be out of eight. Yourself. Five out of eight is profitable if you take it individually. I just want a day. Carolina runs battle rap. What up, twin? What up, shame? None, none was wild and shame. Dominican God. Republic stand up. Yes, we got Dominicans in the building. Aquí yo quiero trago. Aquí yo quiero trago. Aquí yo quiero trago. Aquí yo quiero trago. <laughs> You even got four right, you good. You uh, yeah, you damn right. Incendio, yes. <laughs> All right, man. Uh we got a we got a handful of people in. Uh Vlad, man, get us started, give us an intro, let people know that this is our new showtime, a new layout, a new you, color. Player. I got you, player. Ladies and gents, you know Let's Talk Battle Rap Podcast. You know, we ventured off and we started doing the Battle Rap Brunch, but we said, that's not enough, man. We need to do this thing Monday through Thursday. So here we are, LTBR Daily. We will be on Monday through Thursdays, 10.30 a.m. to 12 noon. We'll have the recaps. We'll have the, uh, the breakdowns. We'll have special guests. Everything that you love from the podcast, you're going to be getting that four times a week. Once again, Monday through Thursdays, 10.30 to noon. Please share the broadcast with everyone. Let them know that we're live. Let them know that we're lit. And uh, let's get it cracking, man. Ultimate Madness Weekend 2, man. How was y'all weekend, guys? Man. By the way, shout-outs for the props. Shout-outs for the props. And oh, one, la God, one last thing, Vlad, to add on to your amazing uh, introduction. Oh, shout-outs to another prop. Amazing. Hey. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Sheen the Punda. Another special, uh, special announcement as well that Vlad added on. Yes, we will be doing this daily, Monday through Thursday, 10.30 a.m. to 12 uh, noon Eastern Standard Time. But not only that, the clips will be on YouTube, and the That's full right. show will be on every streaming platform the same day. That's right. The very Apple same Podcasts, day. Spotify, Stitcher, Google, wherever you listen to. We're back on the grind, man. So it's August. We're getting a crack in the right uh, way. Thank you, KJ the Great. Yo, I do got my coffee, KJ the Great. We've been up. We had our post-production meeting or pre-production <laughs> meeting. <laughs> You Word. can't see because it's green. And I but got I got my water. Get money and drink water. All right, guys, man, let's get it rocking, man. You know, we start the show off always with controversy. We start off with the hottest topic. Let's mm, get let's let's set it off, man. Let's we got an audience here. Let's talk about it. Uh, Mike P versus Ryder was probably one of the best battles of the tournament of uh, Ultimate Madness Two, at least one of the most controversial ones, and yes. also the closest margin of victory. It went down to right. a split decision. 
uh, two of the judges had it split down the middle. And when it went to the fan vote, it was a 52-48 split, a 4% split, which equaled up to a 200-vote difference. Um, Vlad, I'll start with you. Mike P. advanced. He was the favorite, had a really great performance. Ryder had a very polarizing performance. Mm. Did the, judges get, <laughs> hey, did the yeah. judges get it right, Vlad? Was Mike P. win the right decision? France, I loved what you said in the beginning that Mike P. advanced, all right? Because in my opinion, he didn't win this battle. And watching this battle, I got to say, I was overwhelmingly going with Mike P. in my predictions. I thought from what he did versus the saga battle, he was just going to go crazy and continue on his run. However, Ryder had a whole other game plan for this man. He got personal. He dug in. He also had a lot of bars, too. Let's not sleep on that. So going over this battle, I thought the first round, Ryder came out firing. He showed me that vintage scorpion pound behind the hand type of Ryder in the first round. Just bombing, haymakers, punches, going crazy. Mike P fired back, and I felt like he just came up just a little bit short. I felt like he didn't have the same sharpness that he had versus Saga. Like, the bars just didn't reach. And I'm like, whoa, Ryder's up 1-0. This is crazy. Second round, Ryder gets personal, you know, talks about being with Mike's lady in the past and everything, and it gets kind of crazy. You can see it really affecting, you know, Mike. And um, third round, you know, they both kind of came down just a little bit, but I thought that Ryder was sharper. Mike stumbled three times in that third round, and I felt like maybe he let the get to him, the breaking news get to him, but overall, I thought Ryder did an excellent job. This was the most composed. This was the most well-organized Ryder that I've ever seen. And to me, he won, you know? And we'll get to those judges after that, man. Cece, what did you think about this battle? Well, I'm going to say this. I needed Mike P to win to salvage my bracket, but I ain't no hating-ass bitch. Ryder definitely won that battle. And I ain't going to lie, I, I, I really was in and out for both of their thirds, because mm. I was still stuck on that second. That second. Like I, and I think that's where Mike kind of kind of stumbled in the third because it like it kind of hit him. Like, wait a minute, I just feel like you know, just some advice for Mike P. Like, I feel like he can't be too upset because we all seen what he did to Danny Myers. Mm, we talk about other it. guys. We've seen other battlers like T-Top. I mean, T-Top still beat Arsenal, even though Arsenal started their battle off with his baby mama sex tape. So if T-Top ain't crying, if T-Top was still able to win that battle, Mike P, you're going to be cool. Just calm down, okay? Just relax. But I just want to just say for Mike P, how you're reacting to it and how you're handling it is, is making it worse. Like, it's making it worse. So just keep that in mind because you go, you're, you're, you're advancing to the next round. Don't think that Bill Collector and nobody mm. else mm. ain't going to bring this up and do their own little creative way of addressing that as well. So you might as well start working on those rebuttals. Thank you for the prop. Thank you for the prop, y'all. Uh, let's throw this one to the chat before I give my take on this. What do you, I see a lot of people. Uh, Ryder won. Ryder got robbed. Punched through it, Mike. Mike, uh, yes, cut everybody off. Sure, Mike, let's go. Bill Collector's going to have all the angles. going to be all over Ryder's that. Is Ryder's second more infamous than Mike's second versus Danny? I Danny think, second. wait, that's no, a good no. question, Sam. I would say, because they're both true, right? 
All right, so I, I wasn't in the sack. I don't know. All right, so here, here's my take on the whole. No. Listen, right a second round, fair game. It's battle rap, okay? Nobody had any problem with Don Marino talking about uh, do and easy to block captain. We didn't have an issue when Arsenal and T-Top were that revenge porn being displayed on a brand new stream of a new company with hundreds of thousands of eyeballs on it. So we're not going to complain that Rada is, is, is exposing something that probably the community already knew about, right? But then again, this is battle rap. We're having a job is a bad thing where this culture is still a little behind in the 2000s, a little homophobic. And if this is, if this is information that all these battle rappers knew, this isn't new. Like if, if Ryder's not the only one, don't you think they all know this already? Right. And this is just another slut shaming angle that is, it's fun. I mean, it's, it's fun. It's, it's all great. But if, if you smash my girl before I got with her, like what's the, what's that to me? Like what? It's not a big deal. Like like Mikey, I'm a woman, so listen to me. Fuck these dudes. <laughs> listen to me. It's not a big deal because she's been with a lot of other people before you. Like, man, y'all can't be like. Shout out to um, who was? It? I think it was uh, Showtime P. He said it. He was like, "Yo, I don't care about anybody that was there before me, but she with me because she already know what's real. She know this is the best thing she got going. Like, mm. your woman said, I do to you." Anything before you don't matter no more. Like that gets canceled out. Everybody got a pass D. And exactly. everybody that's making fun of Mikey, trust and believe that your girl would crush your world and your spirit if you found out that she had a whole face and she was doing all kind of crazy shit before she met you. So it's not a big deal. Like just punch through it, Mike. It's not a big deal. Cece, let me let me double up. We want a women's tournament, right? You think these women aren't going to get catty with each other about all these personal stuff? Like, this this is just, like, this is just a cherry on top of the ice cream, what, what Ryder and Mike P did. If we have a women's tournament, it's going to get all types of crazy. And yeah. most of them have been with a battler, too. So it's like, who can, like, come on now. Now, like, guys, I, I, I've, got, I've got to play white devil's advocate now. White and, devil's advocate. And, and you, got, you got, listen to me. So... Ryder was on Three Letter Man's show. Shout out to Three Letter Man. And he was saying the reason why he felt like it got to Mike that hard is because Mike didn't know, you know, that that was coming up. He probably didn't know about the entanglement at the time. And, you know, homegirl wasn't at the venue or near or around or anything like that. Now, I got to ask you, you know, battle rap is all about strategy. It's all about the content. It's all about what you know. Things get personal. Now, CC, you're in the radio field, right? Let's say some big strapping buck comes into the radio station and he's also in, you know, and he's in the field too. And he's a popular guy. Maybe y'all hang out. Maybe things happen once or twice. But if y'all decide you guys are going to be exclusive and you know, you're going to conferences, you guys are going to meetings, you're going to be seeing people from all over. Should it be fair warning to the buck that, hey, you know, these people that you might meet, this person, that person, should it all be spilled out on the table before this happens? Because you've got to strategize too if you're Mike or a battler like that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I would say, I'll speak for myself as a woman. Because, mm -hmm. you know, I ain't going to be the spokesperson for all women. But I would say for me personally, I would have definitely told Mike if I was in her shoes. Because number one, your man is going to war with somebody to win money not this is not just a regular battle y'all trying to win some money and right. in battle rap you have to understand that you have to prepare yourself to have somebody say the worst shit to you for three rounds in your face so i i don't understand like i don't know 
if she did or didn't. I'm not in their relationship. I don't know. Right, right. Like, and it's not my business. But I'm saying, hypothetically, if she did not tell him, that was kind of messed up on her part. You should have definitely gave him a heads up. So he, he could have at least been able to rebuttal it or been ready for it if Ryder chose to go that route, which he did. That's right. just me as a woman. Shout out to Smoke is Fire. Don't have me looking crazy in these streets. I totally that's, agree with that one. That, that I agree with, but to put a ribbon on it, I want to, I just want to say, is this really karma? I mean, it's, it's not so much karma for what he did to Danny because you're talking about somebody's drug addiction versus somebody talking about, I slept with your woman before you. Yeah, it's not, drug addiction. Yeah, they're, this, they're not the same topics. They're not the same topics. Not. But if, as far as karma as getting extremely personal, yes. And that's why it's all fair game. Ryder has no reason to, you know, be hated on. Like, if anything, Ryder should be happy. He's the people's champ. Sometimes you'd rather be the people's champ in these kind of situations. And even in this loss, he won. He's leading all the topics. He's the one everyone is talking about, whether you thought it was, you know, crass or tasteless. You know, the object of the game is to get the people talking. Now, you know, I do got to say, what did we think about the judges, specifically when Method Man was saying that, Oh, I got, I got, a, I got a segment. Of, I got a segment of the judges. All right, judges. all right. I got you, brother. I got yeah, you, brother. Yeah, yeah. I got a segment oh, of the judges. We'll get, get there. They're we'll going to get their own section. But yeah, no, yeah. I thought it was totally fair game. And I think what Ryder was also saying was that, you know, Mike has been through a drug addiction and depression and knows what it's like. So why use Danny's wife's, you know, tribulations and trials in an angle where you know what it's like in real life? Like, you're going to make this person who has battled, who watches battle rap, who's married to a battle rapper, has kids with a battle rapper, relive this over and over and over again. So, you know, what I do it as, as a man, like, yo, put it out there. Listen, man, for 25K, just know that everything is fair game in battle rap. T-Rex said at 25, I'd kill somebody At the end of the day... What do you think they're going to do for 25? At the end of the day, Ryder sold his soul for the 25K, and I'm here for it. And I am here for it. All right, let's move on to our next topic. Let's, the, the second big headlining story of this weekend, everybody's bracket was busted. I don't care what nobody says. I only know one human on this planet that had Holmesy and none none. Shout out to him. That's, and that's certified shooters. Shout out to certified shooters because he actually had Holmesy and none none advance. Salute to him, man. Salute to him. He might be, the, he might be one of one. Seriously. But wow. the brackets were busted. Both of the Christians went home in the first round. Mm. Um, <laughs> Loso was cheated. <laughs> Mike's girls for the streets. Facts, oh. I blame meth. Oh, we, we're going to talk about it. Let, let, let's, um, you know, let's set off with the dumpster fire. Holmesy and Saga. <laughs> um, I actually want to let Cece start this one off. Cece, what did you think of Saga's performance against Holmesy the God? I'm just so disappointed because, I mean, I had Saga winning the whole thing. I mm. picked Saga to beat mm. everybody. So my bracket is busted. My bracket is done and over with. But I feel like Saga, again, like, it just wasn't, it just wasn't, it just wasn't him. Like, I don't know what's going on with him. I don't know if he's just tired. He just, you know, he's been on a crazy two-year run. So I don't know if that has something to do. But I mean, at the end of the day, Holmesy showed up. We all we all thought he was gonna die. We all thought he was gonna look bad. But he showed up, so I have to shout him out and give him credit because he did what he was supposed to do. Like Saga, it's just it, it's something. I don't know what's going on with him. Well, I think he needs to take a break. 
Let's First be and foremost, shout out to Homesy to God. You did the damn thing. I want to start off with some positivity. All right. Let me wash off some of that stench from the last segment. All right. Let me get this out of here. Homesy, you showed up. You were in great form. You had everything that you needed to to win this battle. You were well constructed. You were concise and to the point. Didn't waste too many bars. So salute to you for getting it together and making it happen. Because I will say I haven't always been the biggest Homesy to God fan. Thank you, Jay Boogie, for the prop. You've been putting it together. Now, with that being said, I don't want to speak to Saga. I want to speak to Luis Lebron. Is that his Luis? name? That is his name, man. Mr. Puerto Rico, Luis Lebron. All right. Brother, I'm not sure what's going on. I don't know Whatever either. It is, we have to get a hold of it. <clears throat> you know, throughout the battle, you were stumbling. I seen you revert back to the old saga who would repeat the words and who would look for the, uh, the, the gratification from the crowd and, and the thumbs up. And I saw that guy. I didn't see the saga that I've been seeing for the past two years. Where is that saga going? Like, what is going on? If things are going on on the outside of battle rap, we're all human. We can respect it. Sometimes you might need a break. Sometimes you're mentally burnt out and you don't even know you're burnt out yet. You know, sometimes you just need to step back, get that appreciation back, that hunger back for the game, because even the punchlines, the delivery, the setups, they just didn't meet the bar that I've been seeing for the past two they years. Dry. Yeah, it's so dry. Yeah. Dry as hell. So I don't it's know what happened, man. So Vlad, you're way too nice know. this morning. What's going on here? This is a guy that was a 90% favorite going into a battle where nobody was going to bet against him. He broke everyone's bracket for a reason. You know what I mean? This is a true disappointment. It's not like he lost by a split decision. It's not like he lost by a majority vote. He lost by a unanimous decision. I argue Holmesy would beat Saga worse than Mike P beat Saga. That's unacceptable. And I'm not saying it's unacceptable for Holmesy's side. I'm saying it's unacceptable that you just came off of a poor performance on the highest stage. Like, you just went to the finals, and you shot 20% from the field, stunk it up all over the place. Then you, 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 you get swept in the first round the next year in the playoffs. That, that can't happen. It can't happen, man. It can't. That's what I'm saying. He might need to take a step back. He might need to take a chill pill. Yeah, and just regroup. That's what he I was said. saying, like, you know, this he ain't the same. He's gonna take a rest. He's gonna right, take France. a rest. He's gonna rest and focus on his music and his merch. And I agree with him. And it's not no, yeah. I'm not trying to be mean. I ain't trying to be like, no, man, I can fuck up, fuck saga. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just saying that, you know, you've been on a crazy two year run. Mm-hmm. You maybe you deserve a break. Maybe it's just time for you to take a break. The you know what it is? is? The pen is tired. You know what it is? Sometimes right. when you work so hard to get to a goal. You exert so much energy to get there, and when mm-hmm. you get there, you don't realize you have you, you still need energy to actually get through to the goal. Like That's it's true. almost like you put in all this work, for example, to apply to jobs, apply to jobs. You go crazy job hunting, interviews, recruiter meetings, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. You finally get the job, and then you show up late on your first day because you spend all that energy to get the job. <laughs> <laughs> or you've been working for a year to get the draws. And you finally about to get the draws and you just fall asleep right there, man. And it's like, bruh, you've been working for a year for this. What happened? You know what hey, hey, look, he, got, said, he said it, not me. All right. Get that cardio up, brother. All right, but Relax the second, but so th- this was on the west side of the bracket. Now the east side of the bracket, Loso and Nunnun, another bracket mm. buster, but a little less surprising because I told both of y'all, stop sleeping on Nunnun. 
Yeah, but you ain't want to pick none, none though. Latino Heat. Hey, listen, I can't, I can't go against my guy. That's a different. <laughs> right. po- po- politics play into. The, you were po- talking, but you ain't put your money where your mouth is. Hey, listen, po- politics play into account sometimes too, you know. But I will say this: Do you guys agree with me now that that none none that faced Loso could have beat JC? I've been trying to say this: none none is good. Uh, yo, none none was fire, man. First of all, let's shout out none none. He was cooking. He cooked your man, yo. What a face, CC. What a face. <laughs> yo, none, none. Pop your brakes. People were not Pop expecting that to happen. I don't know what happened ever since he got the shades and the polo shirts and the hats to the back. We have seen a new revamp, none, none. And I like this guy, all right? We saw 100% none, none be the 80% Loso. And I'm not just saying that none, none couldn't have beat Loso on 100. Because when it comes to the pen, they're not that far off. And, you know, we've talked about this. None, none, and Loso have a different type of conviction, you know, like when they're spitting their bars. And none, none, they come to play. I feel like Loso thought he could come in, cruise at 80, get by. And even if it came down to the fan voting, it would go to the fans. So there's no way I could lose. But that wasn't the case yesterday, man. And what we realize is sometimes the people see a cocky Christian who can sound a little condescending. And no. they go, mm, you ain't doing enough for me today, man. We going with none, none. I mean, I know Jesus, uh, Jesus is always by your side, but you know, Jesus, <laughs> God don't like ugly. You know what I'm saying? God don't like ugly. And yeah, Loso did sound very condescending. But I would say this, Loso's first round was fire. Like, mm. even though none, none did great in his first round, I felt like what Loso did, it also showed levels. There is levels to this battle rap. There is levels to this pen. Mm-hmm. I just don't understand what really happened in Loso's second and third. Because I give the first to Loso. That's what happened. But I feel like he, he eased off the, the pedal his second and third. And I'm like, nah, like, y'all got to stop doing this in these tournaments. You have to be 100% in every single one. Like, you can't rely on luck or your opponent to mess up or come half-assed or these judges to be on some bull crap for you to win a battle. you got to be 100% every single round. Like, y'all got to stop doing that. Before I throw it to the chat, um, my quick take on it is I think a rebuttal really won this entire battle because when Loso had the Jay Mockingbird Hunger Games bar, none of them had, like, this little smile. And he said, this is what I'm going to show you where you lacking at. You said I was mocking Jay, but you forgot I'm the fire cat. And, like, I don't think everybody in that room was a Hunger Games fan. But just the I fact. I definitely know what he was talking about. And, and I don't, I'm going to be honest. Like, I've, I've, read, I've read half of one of the books. I never even finished this too much. I don't got the time for it. But uh-huh. I, think just, I think just the rebuttal in itself got people up their seats because they didn't know none of them could rebuttal. And so that added that momentum. And this is where I think Loso kind of lacks some awareness. Like, Loso has rebuttaled in the past. If he rebuttaled at that moment, he could have easily snatched back the momentum. Like, yo, I can do this too. And mm-hmm. this is where, like, moments where, like, A-War can really show his dominance. And, and I was just a little like, damn, like, this is where you kind of have to snatch back the crowd. And that rebuttal literally shifted the entire battle. Uh, chat, talk to us. What do you guys think about Nun Nun and Loso? Was it correct? Were you surprised? None, none unbeatable, says Ken Brial. None, none did not win the oh, we don't have to talk about that. But he won the battle. You know, none, none name was Loso, Loso 1-2-1. Yeah. Classic, close. Shout out to Battle Rap Trap. Henny Man in the building. Young Henny what Hayes. Saga and Loso thought they were going to split the 25K. <laughs> oh, man. None, none did not. 
none none been fire yeah none none been fire france was none none the biggest underdog in this entire 20 to you hell yeah oh i mean not to me but to the people yes Hmm. everybody was like done done it just goes to prove, man. Like anyone, anyone on a hundred can win on any given Saturday. Like also, the, I think really a, a little, a little bit of Loso's momentum was stopped with all the reactions. Like he kind of rapped as if he was in a, a room, and it looked like the room really loved that battle because prior to that, we had two battles with like some chokes. So there was a little bit of momentum like faded out. So that room was like, oh yes, we got a war. These guys are going back and forth. They're hitting each right. other. They're going blow for blow. And so he kept kind of like stopping, uh -oh. stopping it. And he, he mentioned he didn't get the chance to get his closing bars out. So. And you know, I love conspiracy theorists in the chat. What they uh -oh. say? What they say? 17, he said Loso won. And he also said about how they put Nun Nun's name for the fan folk. They put Nun Nun up. Oh, we got, we, we, got, yeah, we, we got that in our judgment oh, okay. statement. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. Because you know, I see other people talking about it. Okay. But you know what else, too, though? Uh, Nun Nun also came with some angles, too. Like, listen, you know, is this all for battle rap? Because, you know, when I needed to talk to you and this and that, like, you weren't there. So even with the bars and everything mixed in there, he still tried to put his own little personal. Shout out to Dub. Thank you, for the, and, thank you for the prop, Dub Love. So, yeah, once again, man, salute to Nun Nun, man. He went crazy. <laughs> all right, let's 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 move on, man. Uh, it's demon time. Blow for blow. It's demon time. <laughs> oh, brother. Tink the Demon made his return to Battle mm -hmm. Rap after, uh, what, maybe three years now, maybe close to yeah. four years against Franchise. And we were worried if he would be consistent. We were worried if he was going to be able to adapt. And I think his performance just speaks of inconsistency. His first round had a stumble. He was breathing heavy as if he just ran a couple miles. Bruh, his second, I was like, his second yeah, round was like a completely 180. His second round was a right. complete 180. His third round was also an angle there. It was a little less direct, but it was enough to squeak out the win. Vlad, I'll start with you. What do you think of Tink the Demon's return to battle rap and his performance on uh, Saturday? I think it was all right. I think um, his second round definitely showed me, listen, this brother can put a round together. Because the first round, mm, not so well. Second round, he was cooking. He was hitting every J he was shooting. He was hitting every target that was moving. Tink was not playing in that second round. I thought the second round, pure fire. And if he stays on that level, you know, he's shaking off the ring rust. He's trying to see what's going to work. He has to yeah, see what, yeah, he's got to see true. what, what pacing is going to work. Like that pen, you know, writing in prison is not the same thing as writing when you're out and trying to get things together. That second round gave me hope, but I will say the first and the third, a little anemic and those rounds are not going to be enough to move on in the rest of that tournament but if he can harness that power from the second round he could be dangerous man wasn't it his third round when he was trying to bring it back to like how Out of our trap thank you brother thank you honey wasn't his third round when he brought it back to franchise talking shit about americans and all this other stuff but he canadian in the american culture which is battle rap i like that i like that i and then he was talking to the camera. I like when ballers do that. I like that, you know, because it's including us in it. You know, mm -hmm. I like when ballers do that. That's that, you know, that's that hitman shit. I like that. But, yeah, he's going to have to work on that breathing because I was starting to get concerned. Because even when he was done, he was just, I'm like, okay, now, sir, are you good? 
Let me let me let me ask this question to the chat real quick, and I want to ask you two: Were you guys surprised that franchise coming off an All Star year, a breakout year, maybe a career high year, twenty nineteen, wasn't able to put his foot on the gas pedal for this opportunity? Like he's been in front of Av, Big T, JC, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Shotgun, Suge, valid top tier names. That it's like, wait, franchise is more experienced. Like this is something he should have been able to close the door on. I had him winning too. Franchise, another one franchise another needs one. to change thank you for the prop jay uh no he's too repetitive no franchise is like a dietary rock he's kind of ass damn franchise been stagnant after he battled av says um m lang mm-hmm. repetitive Chris, I will, I, his I, content I, his content runs dry right yeah I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with what i'm hearing and you know going into the battle this is why i like to give our votes like if they want us to turn them in early, why can't we turn them in like two days before things happen? Because, you know, you hear of things like, you know, his friend RIP to LB the boss, you know, he passed away. So if you have a close friend that passed away, you're trying to write bars, you know, that can get in the way. But, you know, I saw Bill Collector who lost the same great friend step his game up and Come really, been, you know, franchise material over the past few battles it has sound the same. We know what to expect. We know what we're going to get. But wait, but wait. Take, take, are, are not like over the top, like killer bars anymore. So that makes it tough. It's not a rum nitty type of thing. Well, rum nitty, rum nitty sticks to his guns. Tay Rock yeah. sticks to his guns. We don't get tired of him. Why do we get tired of franchise doing so? Is it because he's not lyrical enough? Is it because <clears> he's not creative enough? Is it because he needs better writing with it? Like, what, what? levels. I, I think he, he, he maintains the same cadence throughout the entire battle. And, you know, if you're rhyming the same way for round one, round two, round three, like it's going to affect the ears of the listener. And after a while, we're going to tune out. You know, he tried to angle him just a little bit, but it wasn't super effective. And when you're rapping at the same pace over and over and over again, it's like, all right, I might start looking at my phone. You know, especially if the if the punchlines aren't through the roof, like Nitty's punchlines, where I'm sitting there waiting to hear the next one. If it's just a, you know, the, the knife will, you know, and the sword and in the AK, it's like, all right, I, I got it. <laughs> I got it, bro. You know what I'm saying? Sound effects. And I just think people don't like franchise. Like, I'm going to be bold and say it. I'm going to say the obvious. People just don't like franchise. Mm. We loved them last I think year. It's also personality. I think what, what Calico said, we, we loved them last year. People just don't <laughs> like. People don't like franchise. Like straight up. He's a, I, he's I a nice guy. Like, he's a nice guy. Very pleasant. Very polite. Like he doesn't. You know what, real quick, we, we gotta, we, so there's something I forgot to mention earlier with the Mike P and Ryder thing, and I mentioned with Franchise as well. Fans mm-hmm. have this really strong pendulum swing on how they feel about somebody, because last mm-hmm. year, when Franchise was a little under the radar, he was like underrated, he was getting his shots, everybody was happy that he was uh, exceeding expectations, and his interviews really soft-spoken on the internet, uh, kind of brash, not so, not so <laughs> friendly, and now it's like, oh, well, we're tired of him. And with Mike P, he literally just went through a crazy stage where he was undervalued, got on Gnome, became the favorite, and is now, like, disliked. So it's just kind of crazy to see the, the pendulum swing on, on, on battlers in this culture sometimes. And uh, this game it's loves nobody. Fact, it's a game of what have you done for me lately, you know? And, mm-hmm. and you're just as good as your last battle. We know that this is how the game goes. So 
That's why we got to salute the guys who were forever like in the top five, top ten. Yeah, I'm gonna close. I'm gonna close it with this um, franchise. In my opinion, career high performance was at Summer Impact Reloaded. I was in the building against Jack Boy. He needs a stage. He needs a crowd because that at least with that amp and energy, those lines. Maybe they might not translate later on camera, but in the building, you can at least feel what he's trying to deliver to you, you know? Right. But um, on to the next topic. Bill Collector delivers under a heavy heart, losing uh, LB the boss, rest in peace, his brother. You know, um, I didn't think he was actually going to be able to perform at a high level because, you know, there's a lot going on in your life. And when real things hit, sometimes it's difficult to prepare for a four-round tournament. And, and you have somebody like Young Cannon who came in at the same time as mm. you did. You know he's going to be extra prepared. Uh, he's a vet. You can't just out-vet this guy. But mm-hmm. Bill Collector was out the pocket, had all these cadences, had all these flows, yes, really yes. showed up. And after his first round, his first round was a little sluggish, but his next two were incredible. Vlad, mm-hmm. talk about it. Yo, this was a vintage Bill. This was the Bill that I love to see. I've been arguing with people for years. When Bill Collector was hitting that rocky point in his career where people were writing him off, I always used to say, yo, no one has as many flows as Bill, as many personalities, like as, as much character, like just personality as Bill Collector. Freestyle abilities, similes, you know, tough bars, life bars, the ability to turn off the joking with the seriousness just like that. And in this battle, I felt like he displayed all of those attributes. Like you said, France, he had a heavy heart. He just lost a friend. He could have just thrown it in. He said it himself. He wanted to back out of this battle three times, but because of LB and hearing his voice in his head, he went ahead and put on a masterful performance. He changed flow so many times on him. He changed topics so many times on him. He just showed up and delivered. And this was Bill not straying away from his written material, you know, just staying on topic, showing you that he can have a serious side as well as give you all of the entertainment and personalities wrapped up in one, man. Masterful performance by Bill Collector, in my opinion. Yes, and definitely salute and love to Bill because I wouldn't have had I wouldn't have blamed him if he backed out of it, you know, because you know, everybody grieves differently and some people just can't, you know, not everybody could be able to do what he what he did and do a good job. So it's definitely right. love and support. And I know his friend LB is very proud of him and is smiling down on Bill. So I hope he knows that too. And um but yeah, I, I it was no sympathy votes or nothing. I I had YK winning in, or I had picked him to win, but Bill, he he did his thing. He definitely, he he did his thing, and we got to stop sleeping on Bill. I feel like a lot of times, we always remember, when we see Bill Collector, we always think of the, you know, the super duper scope and him mm-hmm. having fun and joking and stuff, but Bill can get serious, right? Bill can get serious, and he can write some, he got bars, y'all. We got to stop sleeping on him. CC, you so, got a prop from uh, Dub. He says, I love you, CC. So thank you, Dub, for that. Oh. Um, I want to say something. I feel like, although we gave Bill his flowers, I don't feel like we're criticizing Young Cannon enough because if you look at it, he is the oldest person on the URL roster in this tournament and didn't advance. Is that I want to say. Not oldest as in age. I'm saying oldest as in the oh. roster. Like he's like, and, and everybody been bound on URL. This, he's been on URL for a decade now. Yeah, like is he older than Ice? What's going on here? You know. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, Cannon came and did what Cannon does, um, which is just consistent bars. Uh, you know, sometimes he can just reach a ceiling with the bars because it's just the same thing. Like, you know it's going to be good, but when there's no variation to it. And then 
by the third round, you know, you might get a little word mix up here or there. It's just like, just wasn't enough to be Bill Collector, man. Like some of the bars, you know, with Cannon, sometimes you feel like, did I hear this before? It sounds similar to something else. You know, you're never mad at him, but it's not like- It's not captivating. Rapper that you go home and talk about at the end of the night, you know? And Bill was on a bean that night too, so it just made it difficult for him, man, so. You know, he did his thing, but it just wasn't enough. Like, I, I there's nothing not to really hate on. It, was it just wasn't enough. enough. And I, it was not, it's not good enough. Like, YK, another one that I, I picked wrong. It's just, right. <sighs> Lord, so my Styles, man, prop my gang. Um, uh, let's talk about Appreciate the new, let's talk about the new wave, the Brooklyn on Brooklyn violence that went down mm. on Saturday. Um, mm. Mr. Wavy set it off. And I think he broke his stigma. Shout out to Mr. Wavy real quick, right? Because he has a stigma of being a performer, not having bars. This is a small room. He has to rap. Last time we saw him in a small room was against Briz, and you saw how that looked. But now he's in a silent room where you had to listen to him. And Mr. Wavy had bars. This is kind of like what they say James Harden doesn't play defense. And we just saw him the last two games. Like, he clamped me on this. He got six seals. Not a Greek like, freak. Like he's, he's, these guys are breaking the stigmas that you fans try to throw on these people. Vlad, talk to me about this Brooklyn on Brooklyn violence. And what did you think of Mr. Wavy's performance? Oh, man, friends, first of all, I got to let you know. When that battle was running around, I was in the supermarket getting things for the newborn and food, right? So I'm waiting for the fried chicken joint to, you know what I mean, finish up. It's my cheat day. You know what I mean? And I'm, just standing, I'm standing there watching the joint. And I'm like, all right, Brooklyn on Brooklyn. I'm watching with a heavy heart. I'm like, URL, you guys are foul. You guys should have switched this battle, Army on Army. And um, yo, Mr. Wavy, the guy who everyone says has no bars and is all delivery, Mixed in some bars with the delivery, the performance, the cadence, the projection. And he just really big boy steams. Like, he really came out the gate just firing, hitting buzzer beaters on dudes, man. Like, hitting haymakers. The room's going crazy. And steams did what I thought he was going to do. And, you know, Wavy pointed it out. Stumbling steams. Like, throughout the entire battle. Just tripping up on his words. He has a great pen but he just has a propensity to either choke or stumble or both in a battle. And he just didn't, he couldn't complete the battle. Like he just couldn't get out a clean round and Wavy was just skating all over him, man. He turned it to the Empire Boulevard roller skating ring. Real, real quick before CC says, I want to respond to a comment. Wavy was great. I think Steams had better material, says GFCR. Yes, so what if you have better material? It doesn't matter if you can't execute. That's right. what I was going to say. Go I ahead, feel CC. like... I feel you gotta have the whole package. And I know a lot of people are saying, well, Wavy, he got the the um the delivery and the aggression, but mm -hmm. a lot of people feel like he ain't saying nothing. While Steams, he's saying some shit. He says he's everything. saying shit, but he's just dry. It's just like he's just going through his material. It's like, bro, you gotta have the whole package. You gotta have the whole package you got to be able to not just write some crazy shit you got to be able to deliver it and get these judges attentions like i feel like some of them did kind of mention it like yo i was feeling what steams wrote but it just didn't hit the same compared yeah, to how wavy delivered his so if you're stumbling throughout every round there's no way you're gonna win the battle and I just feel like with some rappers, it's just part of their style. And we just don't want to admit that. I just feel like Steams this is high. just, yeah, this is what Steams does. Like he stumbles through every battle. 
If you look at some of Mav Hoffa's battles, like he'll stumble over words in every battle. Pretty well, except for the hollow battle. He he knew every word for the oh, day. Oh, he was on point that night. I was there. He ain't stumbled a syllable. Let me ask everybody. Let me ask everybody in the chat. I'm sure the answer is going to be yes. But did Mr. Wavy exceed your expectations? Talk to us out there, everybody out there on caffeine. Did Mr. Wavy exceed your expectations? Nah. <laughs> I'm with you. No. What one syllable. Wavy got his soul back and some more. Nope. Right. nope. No, I picked Wavy to win. Wavy got his soul back and some more. Nah. Wow. Look at you guys. Wow. I agree. No, Wavy no. would make semis kind of knew he was a dark horse. Okay, okay. Nah, Wavy nah, already beat Shine, Twerk, and John John. Wait, 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 what? He beat John John. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Raggy? All right, look, just because just these comments go away don't mean you can't say whatever you want to say, all right? That's getting screenshotted. And, and Tim Bleak, we're going to have to have a conversation. You can't be acting up like this. I'm going to have to call it. Oh, my God. Interested to see how he does on short rest. That's a fact. Interested to see how he does on short rest. He ain't beat John John. We all know that. What's happen what is happening? Do we got to call the FBI? We lost the battle. No, it's not. We got to call the FBI on some of our supporters? <laughs> <laughs> I think we might have to, man. The blicky, the blicky, the blicky, the blicky. You got this one wrong, brother. All right. But hey, opinionated sports, so you know. All right. Hang I'll, on, I'll be I got a really interesting topic. Um, you guys know we love sliding door moments, and for those that don't know what a sliding door moment is, it's like the big what if something happened, you know. And I feel like there's a lot of what is for this tournament before it even started. First, I want to start with this, right? The West Coast. They look very dominant on Saturday, Ooh. but keep in keep, keep but keep in mind they were supposed to be pinned against each other. So I feel like they finessed the system and they both hit a lick. Now, big sliding door moment. What would have <laughs> happened if Ek and Danny had to face in the first round instead? Oh man, Danny it would have been a bloodbath. It, it would have been it would have been a classic. I'll say that a it been a classic because I think both of these guys want to advance. They want to prove who's the best and. I see. You know, these two, they're not in the up, LLC, LLC movement, so I feel like they would have went for blood, like CC said. We would have missed out on a classic. It would have been, it would have been blood all over the walls. They would have <laughs> took each other out. They would have sliced and diced each other and then shook hands and hugged each other afterwards. Like, it would have definitely been a classic, but I ain't gonna lie, I'm still happy that they uh, didn't have to battle each other the first round because, like, yeah, I, I love it. I love seeing the West doing what they do with just running shit. I'm a fan, mm -hmm. okay? And EK and Danny did excellent. Even though, yes, you could say their opponents didn't do well, it still don't matter. They still did their thing. They were they they were great first round. So, so I, I see so, that momentum so, to the second. Yeah, go ahead, so man. I see that we can remix the West Coast battle, but the Brooklyn guys still had to battle yes. one another? Yes. To be fair, Vlad, to be fair, to be fair, caffeine based on the West Coast, what's going on here, To be fair, Emerson Kennedy and Danny would have been a trilogy that happened earlier again this year. So I could at least, I can respect, I can respect that. They're trying to get my biasness off, Not the first round. But it looks like they're going to, they're coming to a collision course, so they can't avoid the smoke, though. They can't avoid it. But not the first round. Like, that's the thing, not the first round. If they end up seeing each other... Later on, yeah, that's it, different. It, it would have been tragic. It would have been really tragic if Reaper or Glue was in the second round and Danny wasn't. 
<laughs> Last sliding door moment. This was really interesting. There was some speculation prior to the tournament about some of the names that declined the offer. And some of us knew behind the scenes without confirmation, but Loso confirmed it in his rounds against Nunnan. B dot Jerry West declined this tournament. Mm. Makes you wonder how far could B dot and Jerry West have made it in this environment? How dominant could have they have been? Would they have gone to the semis? Would they gone B. to the finals? Would they have first round exits? I can't rule anything out anymore if I just seen the Christians leaving the first round. I mean, but, that's true because we've but, seen, we saw upsets, so that's but, true. Anything's but I want to ask, yeah, I want to ask Caffeine, everybody on Caffeine, if beat out of Jerry West was in this tournament, how far do you think they can make it? Ooh, is I, would think I think he would have done well. Facts, shout out Brooklyn. Jerry West would have done his thing. Jerry would have won. All right. I shout out DC man. M. Lang. Either one could have won it. Facts. CL Dub, what up? That's I would have picked either one to win it all. Oh, I would have picked. I would have B dot. Jerry second round B dot semis. B dot would have smoked shit in the first round because they're both. They both got great pens, and they can get ready on short notice. Oh, I well. know that them two can get ready on short notice. Well, so well, we, we, we got someone saying. Dot would have had pen fatigue. Mm. I don't think so. B dot isn't a two week person. Okay. So. Mm. B dot would have won the first, but not no more. He takes too nah. long to write, says Tim the Genius. Oh. Nah, come on, y'all. We got the pendulum on both, both sides for this one, man. I thought Wait the a minute. Oh, we got a debate here. Wait a minute. Like, who's up at 8 15 in the morning, you know, caping for the West Coast this early? But <laughs> look, <laughs> I'm from the West. Let's go. Yeah, our show is in West Coast friendly time. You have to wake up for us, but you know, we got you in the afternoon. You could get a chance to hear the stream once we upload it. Dodd and Jerry would have been excellent additions to this, they would have increased the difficulty level. Mm-hmm. And I do wait, think so. Who would they would so wait? So if they said no, who do they who? Filled in. Young Cannon was the filling, so you could swap Young Cannon out for one of those guys. And EK said he was the last Versus person Bill? added. Emerson Kennedy said he was the very last person added to um to the UM2 roster. So, eh. last person added, but geez Louise, you could argue that he had three of the strongest rounds from, from uh, Saturday. He looked very dominant. He looked very dominant. And real quick, actually, before we leave EK, we're going to talk about the judges. Um, EK's performance against Glue. Amazing, dominant, but glue easy. 15 battles on URL, four battles with a choke, 26% CPR increase for the career, almost a quarter of his career. We mentioned that, nobody gets upset, but when you talk about Chester's CPR, which is, at the, which is in the high 30s. What CPR? You talk about, you talk about surf CPR, which is in the high 30s. Talk about torque CPR, which is in the 40s. Oh, Everybody man, y'all, oh y'all sucking dick, man. Riding dick, yo. Corny. You can't talk about my friend like that. Where, where was Mike P defending Glue Easy? I guess Glue Easy ain't what? got no friends because now one battler came out was like, man, y'all can't, why y'all doing it? That's corny. So I guess Louisiana ain't got no friends in battle rap. Oh, and battlers, be aware. We will have the live CPR ready when things happen. (laughs) It was ready before the battle was over, okay? We have the numbers ready. It's there, man. We got got the archive. We got the files, man. Yeah, you need to, uh, yeah, you need to, yeah. 
Now hey, everybody you got to spend some time in the G League. EK is a beast. Him versus Jay is a low-key classic. Glue and Chess have very different expectations from fans. That's true. Ooh, ooh, That's man. a good point. Hey, talk that CPR-ish. Yeah, CPR ain't going away, man. As long as you got these guys who are choking multiple times a year and just stinking it up, it's going to be there, you know. But salute to all the guys who get through all their material. One time to you guys. All right. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I've seen Glue. Glue Easy came to – Glue Easy and Bad News came to Columbus. Um mm-hmm. Earlier this year, I believe. No, it was last. It was last year, later last year. And so, you know, they both did good. And I've seen Glue Easy up close, and he's fire. I just don't know what's going on with him right now. It mm. seems like he's just been on a downhill spiral, and he just hasn't been able to get himself out of it. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah maybe Glue he needs a break too. Glue Easy wasn't gonna get a lot of airtime because this is not the content we need right now. But I'll just I'll speak on it real quickly. I was live in the building for Glue versus Av, right? And Gucci Gotti was flipping the coin for that battle. And to think that, like, a year and a half ago, between 2019 when Av and uh, Glue Easy battled, Gucci and Glue Easy were on a Survivor Series making their names together. And they had a – I mean, I won't call it a classic, but the West Coast would probably call – The West Coast would probably call it a classic for their careers. And Glue Easy looked very prominent. Then he went to battle Danny, went to battle Chess, battle Suge, and it just wasn't the same. And then against Av, he, he really won around because he smacked some weed out of somebody's hand. And, and <laughs> that was, like, the peak of Glue. And I'm like, you know what? This is just – it hurts to see. Like, this is somebody that was literally right in front of you who was the champion of the year – Slipping your battle and you're still on like this, this on a, a legacy stage. How about this, France? I've seen Glue Easy live three times and he's choked all three times. Like, damn, it's, it's not what you pay for when you go to see a battle. And what happens is mm-hmm. after a while, you know, you, you, your expectations are so lowered for the person that you're not really interested in seeing what they're going to bring to the battle. And he used to be fire, he used to be great. Yeah, all of a sudden, like his last, I don't know, man, last year and a half, two years has just been like anemic material choking here and there. And it's just like, what is happening? Like, yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. Let's let's get to the judging panel in the system, which is a major topic that everybody wants us to to, to deep dive. Real quick, though, shouts to Ref, because he's in here and he is the man that made these designs. If you guys need any graphic design, shout us to uh, Referee Nelson on Twitter. Fonz's manager. He makes probably everybody's battle rap designs in the culture. He does great work. So just want to give him a quick shout out. And two props. Dub says they love you again, CC. Oh, yeah, a lot of love for CC. KJ, <laughs> KJ with another prop. Thank you. And some popcorn from Hardcore Flavor. Rest in peace, Adi. Oh, We're going to get to that at the end. We're going to get to that at the end, all right? Because that's a bunch of nonsense. Isn't it? Save the slop. Save the slop, all right? Word, man. And before we get to the next segment, everybody, Woo! please. Share the broadcast. Let everybody know that we are on live. If you are enjoying what's Thank going you, Yoshi, on for right the now, share the broadcast. And if you want to leave a little shout shout the Cash App is there too. But most importantly, thank y'all for spending this morning with us, man. All right, Vlad. The judging yeah. panel in the system. So our four judges, rapper, 40 bars, battle, rap, um, battle rapper, 40 bars, battle rapper, Iron Solomon, industry rapper, celebrity, method man, hip-hop legend, and a media a uh, member of ours, our media peer, Tony Bro, who is now a two-time panelist. And the oh, yeah, Tony! Um, first off, what did you think of the judging panel this go-around, and what do you think of the fan voting system as a whole? Ah, I thought the judging panel, fantastic. You know what I mean? You got a great variety there. You got a media guy. 
You got a battle rap legend who's been through multiple eras, certified, stamped. You've got a hip hop legend in Method Man. And you've got the lady who is uh, one of the best that's been doing it for the past few years, the highest viewed in 40 bars. So everyone is well, and you got Tony Bro, uh, you know, has been media for a long time, distinguished gentleman, and uh, really puts the words together well. So no one was slacking, no one was lacking. Everyone is well qualified for this job. I love the variety that we got. And a couple of things that they said that I didn't always agree with, and uh, but we gonna get to that. Cece, what did you think yeah. of the panel? I was excited. Like I said, when it was announced, I was happy about it because it was a diverse panel. It wasn't just, you know, I feel like everybody pays attention to all aspects mm -hmm. of battle rap, especially for 40, Iron, and Tony. Now, Meth, Meth the Man, he was, he was cool. I'm happy with him. I'm not, no slander. But I feel like there's a few things that he may need to understand when it comes to battle rap. Like, if you choke, in a round, you don't win that round. <laughs> I thought so that was a one, universal that's law. Why. You don't know that. Come on, and my, man. And my thing was, I didn't think I had to tell. I didn't think we had to tell him that because, like you said, he's a hip hop legend. So you already know he's been around battle rap, and he understands this culture. So I didn't understand why he made that decision that he did. Right. But you know, forty bars, she definitely was on it, and I'm so, I'm happy that she kept it a buck like i had no issues with any of her picks and i enjoyed whoever old boy was that kind of snuck in there <laughs> in the background i loved it i just you know she looked it she looked great i felt like you know i appreciate what iron was saying and mm -hmm. you know he kind of gave us a little bit more as far as like like critiques like good constructive criticism you know what i'm saying and you know tony like shout out I, I didn't have a problem with him the first time i know a lot of fans didn't have an issue with him as far as judging in the first tournament. So I'm overall, I'm content. I'm happy. All right. So my biggest discrepancy is the fan vote because I was paying very close attention to the chats when the URL would post out the votes. Right. And there's, there's two major flaws. with it. One, the votes don't come out at the same time. So you, the fact that there is a time, limit discrepancy between two mm -hmm. names being published and the ability to select the name, I feel like that instantly kind of adds to some kind of psychological click, right? Second problem is you can vote for both names. <laughs> so I can click both names <laughs> and, and not just be ruled out. Um, a third problem, but not as big as a problem, not necessarily a URL or caffeine thing. If you're watching the stream on somebody else's stream, you can't vote. So that's kind of why I think the watch parties are in a aren't so successful with this because like if you're watching Sue surf stream with him you can't vote on the battle and you mm. miss out on that opportunity to you know cast your opinion which i don't understand why they're pushing people to go to these watch parties but yet you can't vote like that doesn't make any sense like and like smack even said this is why you all need to watch it on caffeine so you can be part of the voting process but i definitely understand that there is also another glitch where you can vote on your phone and let's say on the laptop as well. Mm. So you, people can get be getting more than one vote potentially if you people want man, to that fucking yes, petty. You do have to you do have to be signed in to vote. And uh, that's another thing that Ryder was saying that he felt like 
there was a whole 15 seconds at the end where you couldn't vote for him and his votes was just staying in the same and place. Yes, that was another one. His 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 voting got taken off before, and then my piece came off. It, they need to come mm. on at the same time, same time and, and get off, off at, at the same, same time. time. Absolutely. So yeah, we can that, just squash all this conspiracy shit. So me, it's mm-hmm. so we all know that this was a fair a fair vote if it comes down to the fan vote. Absolutely. Because yeah, Mike P and Ryder and Loso and Nunnun were really like a 4% or 2% and 5% marginal swing between the two, a couple hundreds of votes away from each other. So I'll let you know they were both very close battles, but the discrepancy was the time. So, I mean, who's to say that if it comes out equal, the, the results are not the same? We can't prove that. But you need to at least give the fairest opportunity possible, you know? Yeah. It, you know, when that starts to happen, you start to get all the Sunday morning quarterbacks going, hey, you know, this guy's got a deal with caffeine. He Monday morning. Oh, yeah, Sunday morning. He looks great on the screen. You know, people are watching him. They're tuned in. Oh, what's a few seconds going to do? But that few seconds can cost nah, you the battle. Because if you look at it. So ab- absolutely. And, and here's the thing. Battle rap, it doesn't belong to smack. It doesn't belong to any other league. It doesn't belong to media. It belongs to the people. And when mm. you give people the opportunity of getting a fair vote, now you're just starting to, you know, you're just starting to take it out of the hands of who it belongs to. And I'm not saying this is deliberate. I'm not, I don't have any proof of that. We're just saying that there's something that needs to be fixed to make this as fair as possible because we know Mike P is way more popular than Ryder. And if it comes down to only a couple hundred votes, if they come on at the same time and leave at the same time, do we get the same results is right is this silk shirt man moving on next week like how does this turn out i have a question i got a question for you guys and a question for everybody in the chat as well do you think because url made an accessible prize open to everyone a cash prize at the end the brackets us being media obviously with the media bracket Mm -hmm. there's an incentive for us to vote for the people we want to make our opportunity to win cash more likely than who really won Yes, 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 and yes. I knew that's where you were going. Watching the battles, friends, on Saturday because you know we filled out the media bracket, so we have people who you know we would like to see win because you know money's on the line. It's a bracket. There's pride, all of that stuff. But you have to separate that and say who actually won the battle, you know, and. I had to literally step back, take a few seconds and go, nah, I would be a sucker if I just voted for the person who I thought, you know, was going to win in my bracket. You know, I had to eat crow. I had to vote for the other guys a few times, you know, in these battles. But not everyone is going to do that. And we know that. So, yes, people are definitely going to be voting for people who they thought actually didn't win just so their brackets could stay intact. But, you know, it's the price we got to pay for a chance to win some change, I guess. I will say... Yeah, go ahead, CC. But no, just real quick. That's why I said in the in the beginning of the show when we was recapping Mike P and um why did I just have a brain fart? Mike P and Ryder. So I said that I ain't no hating that bitch. I had Ryder winning and I voted for Ryder. However, like you said, it's still like not if you got money on the line. <laughs> it's that split you second might, where you're going. Where you, you going? Might be like, you know what? Ain't real nobody quick. gonna know I was on some bullshit. <laughs> it's debatable anyway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Shots to the tooth. What's the worm, King? What's the worm? And I see you out here. But I want to say this though. Um, 
if that I do think people have swayed their votes for their own personal desires. However, mm-hmm. Loso and Nundan kind of also breaks that theory because I don't know anybody who right, right. Their bracket. <laughs> right. So you know? it's like the fact that you know Loso is way more popular. He got the whole Christian crowd jumping into caffeine and Nundan won the fan vote. Like that's crazy. So you know, I had to keep it a buck on that one too, even though they, I had Loso winning. Right, I mean, I had Loso win on my bracket. Right, there could not have been that many like a, fu- a, a, a fun, a fun comment from one of our teammates here. Uh, people love underdogs more than the Christians. <laughs> yeah, they sent both of them home, man. Did they ever? Oof. Hey, you know what though? At least they got to go home with one another. You know what I'm saying? They got to Pause. share the experience. They can right. console each other. <laughs> Did CC just pause me? She did pause you. Pause. <laughs> it went down. What she did pause. You <laughs> <laughs> what I'm around, you think I'm around guys too much. I swear. I'm around men too much. <laughs> Look, thankfully for us, we got a bunch of announcements over the weekend, so we still get some more content beyond the battles. And I'm going to start with this one. I know the chat won't be happy about it. And I have, I'm actually here to defend it. I'm actually here to defend it. Rum Nitty okay. vs. Drugs was announced. Um, let's throw it to the people in the chat. What do you guys think? I know y'all have Rum 3 <laughs> Does anybody Whoa, have Rum 3 <laughs> does, does, does anybody <laughs> have... Does anybody have... Here's my question. I even says trash. Here's my question for the chat. It's not does anybody have drugs winning. Does anybody have Rum 2-1? How about that? Ooh. <laughs> 30... Oh, RIP over the oh, kind of drugs. Shouts to DNA Two Drugs, NWX affiliation starting to pay off. What's the word, King? I agree with you, King. <laughs> Yo, that impersonation is good. But no, he said you gotta relax. <laughs> you gotta relax. I'm pissed. Drugs gets rum over a clear loss. Uh, I hate it. The best record versus the worst. Nitty could choke all three and still thirty. Oh, God no. Rum has two. What did I say? Oh, I missed it. That's the NWO NWX boost. All right, last CC. Before you guys go into it, I'm gonna defend this battle off rip, so that way you guys no. don't tear it down. That's what is, no. is drugs part of Latino Wait, heat? What's going on here? Drugs isn't Wait. part of Latino heat, but I have to. I have to be fair when I have to be fair, right? Let's Rum go. Nitty versus Don Marino was originally booked for rookies versus vets because we already mm. heard the trenches and the rumblings. Rum Nitty confirmed said to URL. When they feel like you're ready, Don, I'll give you the shot. Don confirmed that he had a battle coming up with one of the best punchers, and this was going to be his biggest test. Don gets COVID. Needs a swap out. They, Rum Nitty says a bunch of other names that he likes to. He also likes for a shot. He says Drugs' name. He says Don's name. And so this isn't like, a, oh, Drugs gets Rum Nitty after losing. No, because Rum Nitty still has to authorize this. He still has to sign his name off on it. He still has to agree. So you all asked him, who do you want to swap? And he picked drugs. So if Rum Nitty is okay with the matchup, why do we have to not be okay with it? I mean, I didn't know all that beforehand. If he likes it, because I, love I was it. confused. And uh, uh, the words from the great Michigan philosopher, easy money. You know, Rum knows. Listen, this is a bag. This is a check. Let me go do some clearing work and uh, let me go back home to Arizona and raise these four kids. And um, he's coming to do the damn thing. I like drugs personally. I think he's a dope artist. I think he does his thing. Um, Except when he no showed us. I don't like that. You know, yeah. And he wanted to talk to us and then 
no-showed us. So now he was definitely on RNT for that one. But I just feel like Nitty is just too powerful, too uh, too wordy, too creative, too complex. Um, it's going to be a tough night for drugs, but he's going to show up. You just got to make it debatable, make it a good battle, make it a battle that we want to watch more than once and not just for Nitty. I just see this. I don't, I, I'm just confused because I just feel like for me, it doesn't do anything for Nitty because it's like if he does what we all expect him to do. Whoa, someone says drugs like, 2 1 in the chat. Whoa. All right. Everybody get him. Trin City. When the, when <laughs> the rest of the culture, the 99% of the culture sees Nitty beat drugs, everybody's going to say, well, you should have done. Of course, you're supposed to be drugs. But then if drugs makes it debatable, or hangs in there, then people are going to slander Nitty for Nitty for not doing what we all like. I don't. I just don't see. I don't know. Maybe I don't get it. But you know what? Good for drugs. He got him a good, a big plate. This is my thing for drugs, though. Like, cause you know, I see him argue with bloggers all the time and fans. You know, he doesn't feel like people put respect on his name. And you know what? Now you got Nitty. So let's see what you do versus Nitty. Like, this is your chance to finally show people that they need to put respect on your name and that you can hang with anybody and you deserve bigger plates and more respect in the culture because i i know i've seen him say he doesn't get the respect he feel like he deserved because of other shit but let's see what he can do there was ever a time for him to sway the pendulum of his fan base and people that don't like him it would be now because if you want people to don't like that's another one. People don't like him either because, you know, personality-wise, people just don't don't mess with it, with it. But, you know, at the end of the day, I can care less if I like you or not. I don't like DK as a person. I think he has tendencies that I don't like as a man. I don't like seeing that from a man. But you know what? I can't disrespect him as a valor. I think he's one of, he's a really good valor. So same thing with drugs. People ain't going to like you, but show us that you're worth it. I mean, and, and Drugs has to take it in stride, right? Like, he knows he's not a fan favorite. He knows he gets a lot of hate from the fans. Um, he has one of the worst workers on the app, Zero and Seven. So that, that shows you that the fans, even online, are very critical of him. And plus, anybody going against Rum Nitty is probably not going to win the poll, even if you're a top tier, let alone somebody that the fans are not a fan of. So he's got to take it in stride. Ex just use these low expectations. Let him fuel them. And um, hope for the best, because even Rum Nitty on a light day can park some shit. Yeah, man. Shout out to T Major because he was saying Nitty wants an opportunity to do some of the easiest name flips that he ever, you know, has done. Right. And, you know, we can't put that past certain rappers. Sometimes they look at maybe not the opponent, but what it would allow them to do with their pen and how creative they can get with it. So, you know, salute to that. Uh, Project Rico said, you know, why not get an easy bag while preparing for a bigger opponent? You know, Nitty and Drugs will put on a show. Uh, real quick, DNA's Tooth says Riggs is punching air. I have to agree with that. Mm -hmm. Warren King. All right. <laughs> Another match that was announced over the weekend, Chilla Jones versus Jerry West. Now let's talk about this one. Let's, let's talk go. about let's this one. Okay. Come on. This is a Come battle on. right here. All right. Um, let's throw it to the chat first before we break it down. Chilla Jones versus Jerry West. Chilla 4-0, says the Tooth. Good grief. Warren King, you bugging out, King. <laughs> word, word. <laughs> Nah, this is crazy, man. Uh, Jerry 2-1, Jerry 2-1, I, Brooklyn. Chilla 2-1, he's going for champion of the year. I like that take. Fire. I don't see the Jerry hype. The tooth is bugging. This will be close. Yeah. You're right, I am bugging. I mean, he's bugging. Um, 
Jerry about to go winless against the Pens. Oh, man. Chilla's not losing in the quiet room. Chilla going to rip Jerry's head off. This battle's going to be so fire. Jerry never lost a battle. Whoa, is this Jerry West's burner account? <laughs> we got all the burner accounts. A lot of burner accounts in here. I don't want to hear no tooth slander, but there's a lot of burner accounts in here, right? Can't call it fire battle, though, says KJ. If Jerry has some new DLC, it'll get interesting. DLC? Yeah. Am I yeah, you get on, on my battle rap slag. No, nah, you're just you're just too old for that. You don't you don't you don't know what that. Oh, means. what's like like one of them uh, uh download packs? There you go. Like oh, you, you know, little sign sign. Still kicking it, man. You know, little sign sign separately. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. I'm I don't feel that old anymore. Hold on, my bad, y'all. I thought of Vlad while you get it together over there. CC, this this match. Talk to us. Yo, this match is gonna be crazy, man. You know, Brooklyn bias in the house. Jerry West has been putting on. Always creative, always fire, always on one. Chilla Jones, not even low key, high key, is having a champion of the year run this year. I feel he has been undefeated thus far, and he's been going crazy. You know, it's not his fault that everything is in COVID and uh, we're having these battles with no folks in them so we could really focus on that pen and the writing. Not only that, he stepped his delivery and performance up, so you can't even hate on that. Can't call the man boring. Jerry West is never boring. He's super creative. Punchlines out the wazoo. This is going to be a match of wits. Now, I do feel like Chilla's experience might edge it out just a little bit for him, but... This battle is going to be fire, man. Too close to call, but I got to stick with the Brooklyn bias, man. Jerry West <laughs> is going to put an end to this chiller run, and he's going to edge him out 2-1. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I got chiller as okay. well. I just feel that. Oh, no, I don't have chiller. I got Jerry. I love it. You oh, guys you are zigging and zagging. Uh, yeah, I, zigging and zagging. Yeah. I love I'm it. sorry. I'll try to put me in well, that Boston I'm still, boat. <laughs> I'm still sticking with my chiller. I just feel like, you know... I, okay, maybe I'm just more of a Chilla fan than Jerry was, but mm -hmm. I got Chilla. I think it's going to be close, though. I can see this going either way. I, I think it's going to be a debatable battle. Oh, um, I, it's definitely going to be a debatable battle. I think they're both going to be fine in a small room with, with nobody. I think that I think they both are good in those type of environments anyway. So, I mean, you can't really argue that point. They both got pins. I think it's going to be close, but I'm picking Chilla. Yeah, and I like what I saw Chilla do with Geechee. Like, I, yeah. I still give Chilla that battle. Uh, CC, what's you got to... I know I love Geechee. I still got Chilla beating Geechee. We, we got a shot being shot for you, CC. A nice rose prop. Thank you for that, D-Dub. And they, oh, I, they, they, they propose, sorry, they propose to you... CC, will you marry me? CC, oh, do you love me? <laughs> Are you riding? Then you never want to leave him beside me. Does he want you? And he want me. <laughs> Yo, man. Throw pop, shoot your shot, man. Word of mother. CC is from Detroit, so it ain't nothing to a pimp. You know what I'm saying? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. P-I-M-P. Hey. Hey. We got a special guest coming in the house. Hold on, we got a special guest. That better not Where's he at? That better be Where's he at? Hey, buddy, come <gasps> here. Come here, buddy. The baby is hey. here. 
Hey guys. The latest edition, the Let's Talk Battle Rap podcast. My boy, Psalm KG Legend. He's just waking up. Say hi to the world. Hey. Hey. All right, buddy. Jerry West gonna kick Chilla Joe's ass Brooklyn all day, baby. Brooklyn all day. All right. All right. Mm. Peace and love, everyone. All right. Daddy got to go back to work. You got Good go morning. Say bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right, buddy. We got to give him a Let's Talk Battle Rap uh, onesie. Well, we have oh, one already. Yeah. Oh, he got to. Okay, next time he come out, we got to, you know, he's going to oh, be yeah, out. Nah. Thank you, KJ he's and Tim, Prop Gang. Oh, thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Yes, may God oh, bless you, angel. Yes, indeed. Oh, thank you, man. Appreciate you guys, man. man we, 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 got, we got a baby appearance. We got the tooth. We got our team. What, what, what do we ask for? Off. Now my uterus is turning. My uterus is right <laughs> to make a baby. I just need to find my king. Hey, oh, man. Thank you. Thank you for the prop, Kendall. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, another. another <laughs> <laughs> hey, your king's in the chat. CC Dub is here. Dub is here. <laughs> Yo, for the love of Cece, we gonna need to start a spinoff, yeah. <laughs> Cece gonna be like, you suck toes? <laughs> Out of here. I mean, do you know? Oh, we, we, oh, we, we got Shea 45, I love it. Yes. <laughs> or the mother. Let's get hot in here. All right, another I'm awesome here. announcement we got this weekend, one that I'm extremely excited about. Shotgun Shook versus Jada Nightwing was announced as the first match of Rookies versus Vets. Oh, Rookies versus Vets will not be an event. Instead, it'll be a series, a season. So it'll be taking place during the off weekends of Ultimate Madness 2. Looks like all these matches will be individual. Shotgun Shook and Jay. Mr. Shotgun Shook, who was on a healthy journey, salutes to him. You know, and Jada Nightwing, the, the contestant of the first tournament, who was the people's champ, by the way. They all have him winning exactly. on the votes. Vlad, talk to me about this Rookies versus Vet match. And real quick, Vlad, before you break it down, if you remember, we had Saga on a podcast a while yes, back about Rookies versus Vets. And we said Saga is kind of like Jada Nightwing. How ironic that Jada Nightwing is now battling Suge and Saga battle Suge, Rookie versus Vets. Yeah, I got to say this. It's going to be a long night for Jada Nightwing. Oh, Suge don't play on these Rookies versus Vets stage. You are not going to make your name off of shotgun sugar. The gals, them sugar. All right. On top of that, he's on his health kick. So you know what that says to me, France? Like the better you start to feel, the better that pen starts to flow, the mm. better that memory starts to be. Now, you remember when he did the jackhammer. Imagine all the dunks, the spin moves, the hike hikes he could do, dropping all this weight and everything. He's going to show him that veteran leadership on that stage. He's going to show him how to work the room, work the cameras. And Jay the mm. will be greater after this battle. He will mm. be just fine. But Shotgun Shug, he's going to raise that ball just another level. He has that level of entertainment and, and fun that he could bring to a battle and memorable moments that Jay the Nightwing is working up to. Bars alone are not going to beat Shotgun Shug, unless he like run maybe or something like that. But... Right. He's gonna show Jada Nightwing how to work that how to work that little small room stage, man. It's gonna get crazy out there. Jay, be prepared. I mean, you know, first off, shout out to Fat Poppy. He's gonna be called Slim Poppy. You know, Shug doing his thing. <laughs> okay, Good out here. You know it is, Shug. But uh, but all like I feel 
like Jay, I, I expect Jay to be aggressive. I know he knows, okay, I'm not going to let him bully me on stage. So mm -hmm. definitely, I expect Jay to be just as aggressive with Suge, like with anybody else, probably even more aggressive because he's going to be anticipating the pocket taps and the bumps and all the craziness. But I feel that, whew, this, you know, this is Suge. And I feel like, you know, that's a good point that you made. Like, when you feeling good, you, you perform better. Hey, Cece, let me stop you for a second. The great Deion Sanders once said, when you well, look said. good, he said, when you look good, you feel good. When you feel Ew. good, you play good. And when you play good, they pay good. All right? Okay. okay. He's coming for that ass, all right? Pause. Whoa, that sounds crazy. But Shotgun Sugar ain't playing out here, man. Just remember that mantra when you wake up. I like up. that. But you know remember what? I feel like, you know, Suge is a vet, and I don't think he's going to allow no little rookie, okay? okay? Just because, you know, Jay's still feeling himself. You know, he did very good. He he did a good job. Even though he didn't win Ultimate Madness, he did a good job, and he carried the West on his back. So Jay got some momentum on his part as well. But it's going to be, you know, levels to this. And Suge is going to show that there are levels to this. But I don't think he's, I don't think Jay going to die. It's not going to be bad look for Jay. It's definitely going to be entertaining. But I got Suge to one. Facts, man. And France, before you start, you know, we think back. Well, he said Jay. versus Suge, T-Top yeah. versus Suge. We can argue that these two guys, well, T-Top clearly more experienced, more everything. He's on a different level than Jay. You know, Saga, different level than Jay. And compare where they were at that time in their career, where Jay is now, and now that he's battling Shotgun Shug, how do you see him faring compared to those other two guys that battle Shotgun Shug? That's a great question, Vlad. And I want to say, first, hist historically, Shotgun Shug has battled the most battlers that have ever done a PG on the URL League. So that's already history in itself. He's like a certified gatekeeper. Um, I love Suge's mindset right now. I still would have to see what it, it looks like because I think in this smaller room, he's a little bit more limited as a performer and he likes to push his pen and I love that he likes to challenge himself. But as far as I'm concerned, the, the gatekeeping records, I have to go with Shotgun Suge. I need to see Jay snatch the win, you know? Jay, yeah. has to, Jay needs to snatch his respect. Not that he can't, he certainly can. And mm -hmm. he, has a, he has a lyrical advantage, but as far as I'm concerned, there's a reason why he's called the gatekeeper. Yeah, listen, man. Suge, leave that pen at home, all right? Come do what you do, what we love to see you do, and you're going to go home with the victory. You try to change things up and try to get all lyrical, miracle, spiritual, and match the hollows and the whirlwinds and the whirling dervishes with Jada Nightwing, this ain't going to be no Game of Thrones battle, man. Like, just come and do what Suge ah! does. <laughs> you're going to be fine. <laughs> Yeah, we got our last leave, two topics for the day. Leave the Thanos love at home, bro. You don't need more than that. Like you should. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, we got, our, we got our last two topics for the day. Um, shout out to Uncle Smack, who was he was drunk out of his mind on Saturday night. Mizzle. Uncle Smizzle. And somebody needs to make a compilation of Drunk Smack. Somebody needs to oh, do it. And if we'll y'all need funding, email let's talk about it at gmail.com. We will pay for a compilation of Smack being drunk, slurring on his words. But oh. while, he was, while he was drunk, you got to take advantage and, and, and ask him some battle rap questions. He might just spill the beans, which he did. 
he announced, or not necessarily announced, but he spoiled and spilled out that Pat Stay versus Kayshawn will be going down 919, which is Summer Madness. This match has been pushed back twice. This match has been pushed back twice already. Uh, We've known it's going to be in the works since about maybe November of last year. Pat Stay didn't want it to happen in this small room, but something came over him. He's willing to do it. If franchise can cross the border, I'm sure Pat State can find a way to cross the border too. Absolutely. You know? Crying out loud. Listen, man, if franchise can get into the United States of America, there's no reason why a 6'6 white man cannot get into this country. All right? Like, let's, let's stop playing games. Let's throw it to the so, chat. I see some people shine 3 0. Shine 3 0. Shine 2 1. 2 1. Pat 2 1. Shine 30, Shine going to 30, Shine 2 1. Wow. Rest in All peace, Shine. Shine. Okay. CC 30. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know CC was battling. Yo, two, if you still here, King? No, two, if you still here? Who you got? Past King King Shine. What's the one? Um, franchise snuck in through the bando. Does oh. Pat- <laughs> Does Pat Swag work in an echo chamber? Absolutely. Um, yeah. Where did the echo go? That was crazy. I, I don't know, but I like it in here. It's nice. Yeah. But it's nice in here. I like it. <laughs> Salute to JB and Black Market Media for, for getting rid of the for getting rid of the echoes, man. He can rap too. The small room is not good for Shine. Pat not winning this at all. Shine too much of a killer for Pat's style. Franchise got a sports visa. <laughs> That's actually a good point. He does have a sports visa. <laughs> he still got one. <laughs> You don't know. You don't know. I ain't know whipping in the kitchen was a sport, man. You know what I mean? Come on, man. You know, you know, uh, franchise used to play for Real Madrid, man. Stop playing. Sure, man. Salute to that, brother. <laughs> All right, Vlad, I'll start off with you. Past day versus K Shine in the no audience room on Summer Madness. How do you see it partaking? Oh, listen. Pat Stay is a world-class battler. He's done this all around the world, all kinds of conditions. At this point, He's what you consider to be a professional battler. He's going to show up and show out. Kayshawn, a killer. He hasn't lost in two, three years. But as of late, you know, you can tell, like, he's just a little bored of what's been going on. The competition just hasn't been driving him to be a 100% Kayshawn. And with all that being said, Kayshawn has said that he wanted this battle because this would be a difficult battle. He did not know how he would be able to defeat Pat Stay. And that gave him a rush. That makes him want to compete. That makes him want to defeat him. Pat Stay, he never plays. Now that he's where he's at in his career, you know, doing uh, interviews with legends, all swagged out, doing little TV shows and all that. He don't don't want to lose and and give all that up. I see this battle, man, being a potential classic. But if I had to edge someone off of that first watch on caffeine, I would edge it to shine 2-1 by Razor's Edge. But this will be one that I'll watch over and over again. Man, I just, this is going to be close because they're both dangerous in their own right. Mm-hmm. You know, like Pat Stay, he's, it's like Shine, like, you know, we always say this about ballers. Don't try to outwit or out funny Pat Stay. You really got to stick to your game book. You know what I'm right. saying? Like Pat Stay going to do him. He's going to make us laugh. He's going to crack jokes on you. He's going to bring up situations that make you kind of look bad and be like, ooh, yeah, he kind of did do that. That's kind of, you know, that's what he's going to do. But I feel like Shy knows this. That's why he said this is going to be one of the toughest battles that he will ever have. That's why he wanted it. And when he wants something that bad, like we have seen 
in in history when he wants somebody that bad when he takes somebody serious he comes with some of his best work so this is gonna be a dog fight um yeah it's gonna yeah. be a dog fight now cc the part that i can't wait for is when pat stay hits that gear and he starts cracking jokes on Kayshawn, and everyone in the room who's never inclined to laugh at Sean will not be able to help it and will be laughing and we will He's gonna make right. He's gonna make he gonna make K Shine laugh at himself also. We know that he has that. And we haven't really seen people able to use that kind of like angle on Sean, whatever he comes up with. So it's gonna be interesting to see how Sean reacts to that when he starts yeah. clowning and cracking the jokes. All right. And so we've seen, and, well, yeah. my bad, real quick. And we've mm-hmm. seen people try to get aggressive in, in Pat's face. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. Pat he, I feel like he's going to be able to hold that shit down, too. You know what I'm saying? We've seen yeah. him versus Calico. You know, Calico was doing depots, okay? <laughs> Tay Rock. You know, like, Pat State is just one of those dangerous, all well-around ballers. Like, when we talk about it, he's a well-rounded baller. It's always shine in his own right, but, you know, <sighs> yeah. I don't know. This is going to be tricky. I don't have a winner right now. I can't pick. I'm going either way. All right, so I do think, you know, we instantly label Pat Stay as funny and witty and all-around well-rounded, but we kind of forget how well he can rap, how good of a freestyler he is. He can punch on whenever he really wants to. And this is a match where Kayshawn has to strategize more than Pat Stay. Pat Stay is another day in the office for him, but Kayshawn's never battled anybody like Pat Stay that can neglect and, and deflect everything that he does. And... I know people don't really like the app records. They don't like uh, the, the app standings or, or the votes on the app. But there's something telling about Kayshawn's record on the app. He's two and five, right? Or, or three and five, something like that. Losing record on the app. And it's because people don't like his content over time. And I can agree with that because Kayshawn is much more of an energetic guy. He's somebody you have to watch in person to really be captivated by him. But sometimes maybe his punchlines are just, it's not the content you want. So... Putting him in his room where he's going to be nonstop punching, 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 and probably pull something out the bag because he's really original. He's a great performer. He's always creative. He's going to do something that Pat State is going to be impressed by, but he can easily just rebuttal, neglect it, deflate it, or put a, set up a line man where, where Kayshawn is going to step into it and it's going to blow up. Like, Pat State is a really smart battle rapper. He was, there's a reason why he was top two champion of the year two years ago, and he only had one battle last year, which was a top 10 battle of the year. Like, he's very elite, and he's at his apex right now. Very dangerous guy. I, I actually – I don't know what Kayshawn could do with Pat Stay, to be honest with you. Ooh, and this is why but he – don't think Kayshawn is going to bring his crowd with him either. Are they going – is this crowd going to get COVID tested? <laughs> I, I got the word. The URL was – I mean, look what URL we was, saw with Twerk and Swamp. URL was clo- – but this is different now. URL is closing okay. – they're they closing the door on people. But Listen, there was this, a lot of people up in that room cheering on for twerk. But so don't think different. that they're gonna be Cece. the same shit for either Pat or Kayshawn. They're gonna have their own little, you know, little audience. This is gonna be okay. the big the show. This gonna this gonna be the COVID series where everyone's gonna have to get tested before they enter the building. Like this is what the COVID officer like. If you ain't get tested, you ain't got that proof that you negative. You ain't coming in the building. I'm not so sure if Kayshawn's entourage is willing to get that thing drawn up on their nose. <laughs> Look, that shit ain't no how. That thing go all the way to the back of your damn 
brain damn near. That thing ain't All right, let's close off our show with this, guys. The last topic of the day. Shout out to yeah. Battle Rap Trap. Puts out some very interesting news. And real quick, big shout out to Henny Man. Oh, Battle Fanta- Rap Trap, yeah. Fantastic job hosting. Yes, Jay Black sir. always does a great job hosting as well. On Battle Rap yeah. Trap, Tay Rock decided to call out official or Miss Hustle for Queen of the Ring versus URL if it goes down. So we'll ask the chat. Who would you rather see Tayrock battle if Queen of the Ring versus URL goes down this year? Official or Miss Hustle? Tay Tay says, oh, official, official, wow. Rock versus O. O says Trend City. Man, everybody's saying official. Either way, he loses, says DC Man. Wow. wow. Hustle would be more toxic. T Major, Hustle would definitely be way more toxic. I don't know why he's calling her out. I don't want to see another. I don't want to see situation. it. I don't, I don't I, I'm, see it. I, my heart can't take it right now. It's too much toxicity for me, man. Please battle official. Do not battle Miss Hustle Tay Rock. Don't do it to yourself. It's been a long year. You've had a fantastic battle with Daylight. It's a classic in many people's eyes. Your stock has risen. People are now, you know, commenting on how good your pen was. You don't want to go through the slop with Miss Hustle because she will go there and it's going to look crazy coming from an Amazon. I mean, you know, that is a stallion. Okay. Oh, a, wouldn't she be a mare? Ain't a stallion a male horse? We're not going to go there, okay? Oh, we're not going to go there. what it is right now, okay? Where's my kumfi at? You see what they've done? She, they want you out here wanting Focus. stallions Focus. instead of mares, my brothers. Focus. But no, like, I feel like, yes, Hustle always has that, you know, that the op- the optics always looks crazy, whoever goes against Hustle, because she's just, you know, she, she's a, a tall but thick woman as well. She could, you know, she got all that. But I would say that mm. I, I would rather see Official anyways. That's what I was saying, because I feel that Official would be able to, and she's been doing good against the guys, though, like, uh, if she want to take out Tay Rock, let's go, girl. I'm off of the ladies. So, official, she got a pen. She know how to punch with. I mean, she went up against Nitty and held her own. She did. I will. She say- did not die versus Nitty, and okay. people are still saying that she beat Twerk. So, yeah. let's official, go. Official, if you get this battle, I will say this: you're gonna have to close out all three rounds because versus Diz and versus Rum. Towards yeah. the third, you gassed out and um, can't be doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't make us get the CPR in, in his mother. So we got to see you close out all three rounds if you get Tay Rock. Um, I don't feel like Miss Hustle would just be a walk in the park toxicity um, aside, but I do feel like Tay Rock will definitely have the advantage past that one round. Um, but O will be a dog fight because her pen and her, you know, Punchlines and her delivery and her barking is just as big as his. Yeah, she gonna so bark on that. Fight. But um, stay away from Hustle, man. But Hustle gonna little boy rock. She gonna probably stand over him, be on some like, you know, flip his hat off. Like, I can see Hustle <laughs> get real disrespectful with Rock. And she knows she can't because she's gonna do I don't want to see Rock going, ay, ay. Like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> it's going to look crazy, man. It's going to be like him and Pat stay all over again. And I'm like, what happens if Hustle just decides to, like, shove him and, like, just start manhandling him and all? Like, we don't want to see that, man. That's Grab not- the back of his shirt, like, what's this? <laughs> Y'all put this little punk in front of me. 
this is that battle, man. Well, that's all. That's all we got time for for today. But you know, this is LTBR Daily. We back at it tomorrow. Uh, back at it Wednesday. We back at it Thursday. Yeah, man. Everyone, we will be here Monday through Thursday, ten thirty a.m. sharp till noon. So get whatever you need to get right in the morning. Come and join us, man. We're all the family. Yes. So pull up. We're going to be here all week, man. LTBR Daily. Don't forget, whenever you're on, share the broadcast. Let people know if you're having a good time, if you're lit. So uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow, man, at 1030. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Dub says, I love you, Cece. Cece. <laughs> and for those that may have <laughs> want to hear it back, it will be on all streaming platforms within two hours, okay? Yes. Peace. Amazing, amazing work, y'all. We can't get good this year, y'all. Man, we got a lot of props. You, <laughs> you got a lot of props. <laughs> <laughs> Where the ladies at, man? <laughs> Yo, Shoot. Ever out? since I've been on pigstand, this boy, that, that was the guy that was oh, when that was I was being interviewed. Yes. Let me find he out, won't stop. And I was just like, he's talking about will you marry me? I said, I thought you got a girl. He's like, divorce papers on the way. I'm like, you better stop. Because your girl come in my DMs. I'm going to cuss her out. Like, don't do that. Oh, shade forty-five. Let me find out. ARP watches pig stand, yo. <laughs> <laughs>